I think it's important to have these real talk moments of, hey, we've got these great ambitions of providing like Jesus. And then there's the reality of some mornings you and the girls are crying out of frustration of homeschooling. And yes. some days I'm breaking my toe and I can't <laughs> do this big thing I've been training months for, you know? On today's podcast, I have a conversation with my wife, Amy, and we talk about the state of the C.L. Thomas Fellowship Nonprofit and how our family is trying to provide like Jesus to make this a little bit more practical and real. So we've got some exciting announcements of how we're trying to grow as a couple and a family and also the nonprofit work, some of the things that are working, some of the challenges that we were going through. So we hope that you enjoy this real talk conversation between myself and my wife on this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Become a Provider podcast. If you're looking to live a more intentional lifestyle and overcome passive living, then you're listening to the right show. I interview entrepreneurs, athletes, community leaders, and personal mentors of mine who inspire me to provide in new and creative ways. I'm your host, Justin Thomas, co-founder of the CL Thomas Fellowship nonprofit, entrepreneur, and coach. Most importantly, I'm trying to provide more like Jesus and live an exciting life, so, Let's begin. To be completely transparent, this week we had several podcast guests that deferred to next week. So what else do you want to be doing on a Saturday morning, my lady? I know this is your favorite thing. Might not be my favorite thing, but it's, this is your ideal Saturday morning. I, however, haven't even got my voice after my coffee. <laughs> so, uh, You're earning a lot of brownie points here. So thank you for doing this. Two things. One is, as I mentioned, the state of the C.L. Thomas Fellowship. We got some fun things happening, so I thought it'd be uh, important to reflect on that. And then second is just, how are we trying to live out the vision and mission of the C.L. Thomas Fellowship as a couple and as a family to provide like Jesus? So I thought that'd be fun to just chat about briefly. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> so as our audience probably knows, we defined provider as blessing and protecting. And the C.L. Thomas Fellowship is a nonprofit that we founded with these intentional small groups to just be intentional with pursuing what does it mean to be a provider. And then I realized, oh, that's a really good like motto, slogan, vision, mission, whatever you want to call it for the C.L. Thomas Fellowship. For people to know, like, what is this? Oh, it's, it's about providing like Jesus. And so I thought it'd be fun to just reflect how we're trying to do that in our own personal lives, right? And for those that want to know just a little bit about us, we homeschool our girls. Mm -hmm. And so that's one way that you are practically providing for the family is mom, teacher, all of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going really well this year. This year, yeah, we, we've started off really well. My friend suggested a very, very simple idea that I have not implemented in the past. I don't know why, I just haven't. But this year she said, well, why don't you just have a notebook for each girl and do a checklist? And so they come down and they know exactly what they have to get done every morning. And that's really helped us keep on track and get the things accomplished that I want to get accomplished. I feel like I had a lot of good ideas and a lot of different things I wanted to get done in the morning and it would never get done. And so to have just a simple checklist for each girl that I create the night before or even in the morning of before they get up to be able to accomplish that day, that gives me time to reflect on what I want to accomplish and then that gives them a clear idea of what the morning looks like. And then they get to choose what they want to do first. And that's like their, you know, empowering moment of like, okay, well, I think I'll go ahead and get this card written before I do my math or whatever. And so 
they've seemed to like it. I think Penny, especially being firstborn, checking off the list is is her forte. But but Edie as well, it's it's gone pretty good so so far. I yeah, think. and so they're uh, nine and seven, and this is our fourth year, I guess third and a half year doing homeschooling, and I think that's important to reflect on too. Like you said, we haven't done this before, and we're always tweaking it. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but in my training as a behavioral health coach, they talk about making the small changes that lead to big impact. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like just having a checklist. I mean, just so simple. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I think in in the past I've done different curriculums and then, and I, and I also feel like, you know, it was simpler back when they were, you know, first grade and preschool, right? Like that's when we started when Penny Mm -hmm. was in first grade. And so it was very simple. Let's just teach her how to read and do some math. Um, But now that things are getting more complicated, um, the checklist has been great because we're adding in things like Spanish and typing and, um, you know, just different things that I was like, gosh, how do I get all this done in the morning? And and to have the checklist has been a game changer. And then for me, I enjoy in the mornings reading the girls um, a devotional. And what that looks like now is the Bob Goff series for kids. Mm-hmm, they love it. Yeah, it's really good. Love does and everybody always for kids. So that's been a fun way of connecting with them intentionally in the mornings. Yeah. Well, that's a checkbox on the checklist is do devotional with daddy. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is right. Well, thank you for doing that. Uh, you know, you know how this rolls. I like to say this is how the guest is provided for me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so thank you for providing for our family um, doing homeschooling. That's, that's been encouraging to see. The other thing I think provision is I often ask our guests how the guest has provided for themselves in the season. And we've been really fortunate. We've had a chance to do a lot of traveling this mm-hmm. summer. Gosh, yeah. Which actually resulted in a long delay of podcast episodes. It was <laughs> yeah. it was a nice time of reflection. Now we're back into it. And I'm glad you were able to do a trip with your mom recently. Was there anything about our travels this summer that felt like it provided for you? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Mama Jay provided for the majority <laughs> of the trips. <laughs> yeah, Mama Jay sponsored a lot of the trips that we went on, you know, with the Costa Rica. And, and then she took me to Denmark and Sweden with her college roommate and then her college roommate's daughter and that I've grown up with. And that was a lot of fun. So we had a blast. So fun to get to see different parts of the world and different cultures and then bring that home to our girls and talk about it. And I think bringing them to Costa Rica and seeing monkeys, that was just so fun for the girls to experience that. Yeah, I think it provided yeah a good break from homeschooling, and a, we we didn't homeschool at all this summer. I always have intentions on homeschooling during the summer, but we well, did that not. Be- that was before we knew about the magic of the checklist. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, but but it's also like we learned different things, right? Like mm-hmm. like they got immersed in a Spanish speaking culture, and they got to see what that's like, and they got to see like driving. It took us three hours to drive to our place that we were staying from the airport in Costa Rica and just along the way, just getting to see the different countrysides. And Penny got to ride horseback, you know, or I mean horses to a waterfall and swim in the waterfall and, and, you know, and do a zip line. And well, Edie and Penny both got to do the horseback riding. And I think just those kind of experiences they'll remember forever. So that's homeschooling in a different way. Right. And I fully appreciate that as well. Reminds me of the book I recently read, Die With Zero. Mm. The main point of it is factors that we all have in our life at our disposal. There's our health, 
there's the money we have, and there's the time we have. And unfortunately, we tend not to have all three of those in abundance all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And to recognize that. So the book's really good and challenging. It's written for an audience that tends to be savers and you want to invest and you want to retire and retire well. And he's saying, well, you need to recognize that there's certain life experiences that are only, that are time bound, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's yeah. you know, meaningful time with a, a parent or grandparent in a season that their health is failing and you don't, you know, know when, how long they'll be around or um, the time that you have now to, is more flexible than it will be in the future. So how can you leverage that? And the money too. So I thought that was a good example of a die with zero mentality of, oh, this is a unique season of the girl's interest in life to do this trip to Costa Rica and to see monkeys. Yeah, like (laughs) see monkeys that they really value now versus down there. Maybe they would, but it was like a huge win for the summer. Oh, yeah. It was the perfect trip to do the summer with them at the the ages they are. Like, uh, yeah, it was perfect. And then we got to go um, on a very last minute trip right after we got to back from Costa Rica. We got contacted with the home exchange and got to go to Williamsburg and um, and Jamestown and Yorktown. And your mom was able to come on that. And that's a rare thing for her Mm -hmm. to be able to leave Grandma Gay and thank goodness your sister Amy was able to help in that moment. And then she was able to come. Yeah. And um, and she really blessed us on that trip as well, you know, providing for us as far as the fees to get into places and wonderful dinners. And we just had a great memories and mm-hmm. times with her. And we learned a lot. And, and again, yeah, homeschooling in an, an actual place where the events happened was super fun for me. And that was a great way to kick off the year. Yeah, that was fun. And then as a, as a little tangent, I can run long distances, but I can't do amusement park rides uh, where <laughs> okay. at the end of that trip, I joined you guys, we did Bush Gardens and then it's kind of cool. Penny, our oldest really likes it. Loves she's she's tall enough to do all of them now and she's all about it. Unfortunately, you've got the stomach to handle it. But after I did the third one, my body went on fire. It felt like <laughs> I was sweating profusely. <laughs> I, I, it, was, it was this last one. I remember I was waiting in line, the third one that did me in. And I looked up uh, in the line and it said, this ride goes up to 73 miles per hour. And so (laughs) if you have any medical conditions, please consider not doing this ride. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny as a 39 year old man, about to turn 40, you think I'd recognize that I'm uh, motion sickness by now, but I always think like, I think I can handle this. (laughs) And then after that one, that was an intense one. And like Penny loved it and was, you know, enjoying it. It was her favorite roller coaster. That's why she wanted you to ride it. She yeah, was like, so, daddy, yeah. come ride my favorite one. So uh, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but like afterwards I just started sweating and immediately like staggered to the bench and just sat down and like waited for my <laughs> stomach to either like puke come aside or just settle down. Unfortunately, it just settled down. So that was an epic day. It was like 12 hours at Bush Gardens. And that was like the first two hours into it. Yeah. Which is great though, because then Edie didn't want to ride the roller coasters. So you were able to ride the little water rides and log rides with Edie. And I was able to ride the roller coasters with Penny, which I don't love roller coasters, but I did it for my daughter. Oh, so. And that was your birthday too. And, and it yeah. was my birthday. So I kept saying, I'm going to do this because it's my birthday. It's my birthday. And I, I've got to ride this roller coaster. But they were terrifying. They were really... It was scary. My sister was impressed that we did them all. Yeah. 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 Bonus points. Yeah. So um, I guess, well, that's a little sneak peek of how we're trying to provide as parents. Um, the other thing is I try to meet up with um, different friends and stay accountable. And funny enough, one of those meetings 
he and I were talking about the going back to the basics, like kind of joked about the basics of homeschooling to have a checklist mm-hmm. and the basics of a marriage. People talk about having a date night. And so after that, I realized, oh, we had had a consistent date night. We've done all these great trips. And, you know, I feel like we've had lots of adventures together. And then my takeaway item from my friend was, oh, I was going to talk to you. Yeah. I think the way you phrased it was, you know, what if we just did like one night a week where we don't work on a podcast or <laughs> our, you know, a website or, and I was like, where we do that. Okay. Um, yes. Or where, or where we, you know, watch a documentary about growing. And then I said, uh, yes, please. I would love that <laughs> because that's what we need in my life. Um, I feel like we balance each other out well, where you could grow every single day, every single hour and where I need moments to just chill and zone out and just not have someone ask me to do something, including grow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's a new thing that we're trying to provide. I'm trying to provide a better space for that. And Except for the first time you <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the story. <laughs> and, you made, and you made me watch this show that supposedly was not growing, but it was about what was, what's the show called? I don't even know. Limitless. Yeah. And it's about a guy trying out different things that would help him live forever, essentially, or like, <laughs> I don't know, like live a healthier, longer life. And so, um, the, this episode was about, uh, cold plunging and, um, the benefits of getting in cold water. And I was like, Justin, this is growing. This is the definition of growing. Right. Yeah. So we'll do a less, longevity driven focused activity next <laughs> truly non-growth moment well, those are all the fun things to connect on and to share it is uh, i think important for us to have these kind of real talk podcast shows because sometimes when you're trying to push a message out there or a vision of provide like jesus you know you can do more talking than doing and so i think it's important to try to actually attempt at this mission ourselves <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I've got my, talking about the checklist with the girls, I am using their notebook right now, looking at my notes. That's what I wanted to connect on with our family and to highlight our homeschooling and travel. The um, other thing I thought I'd touch base on and had the non-growth night is uh, is my toe. This mm. is a, this is kind of a big moment to, uh, and test uh, in my mindset. Let's see, we're recording this. It's Saturday, September 23rd. And a week from today, I had scheduled my next big endurance race event. It's the Yeti 100, which is a 100-mile race up and down the Creeper Trail where you grew up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, this would be great. So I signed up for this thing four months ago or something like that. And I've been training for it. And this will uh, all make sense while I'm sharing this. But in 2023... I did my first 100 miler. We had a podcast episode about that. 2022. Uh, it was March. It was this March. Oh, it was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So in March of this year, I did my first 100 miler. Then I thought, oh gosh, you know, I want to do that again, but better. As he said, <laughs> <laughs> kind of growing from that experience. Run over the finish line. Yeah. So I've gotten into, you know, increasing my protein intake, adding a little bit more strength training. And my training was all going really well. And this year I've run the most miles this year than I've run in any other year. And it's just September. So I'm feeling good. I'm training well. And I'm actually 
This week, I was uh, entering into what they call a tapering week. So the last two weeks, running less. And the idea is like, we're just on chill mode before we get ready for this big race. Chill meaning anything less than 20 miles <laughs> when you go out. So yeah, still running six days a week, but uh, um, shorter distances mm. with it. And so after all this, after running lots of miles this year, training well, dialing in the nutrition and the macros and all that. Tuesday afternoon, I'm doing something that I've done a million times. <laughs> I use our bathroom. I walk out of our bathroom. And instead of that being the end of the story, my little toe hits the doorframe of the bathroom. And I was like, oh, that, that hurt. And that's on Tuesday afternoon. And I work the rest of the day. And I had don't think much of it until I stand up from the desk and I'm like, oh, that's, that's a little sore. <laughs> and I think I tell you, oh, I think I'm going to take today off from running. Yeah. He said, mm, I stubbed my toe and it really, really hurts. I, I think I don't, I don't think I can run. And I was like, wow, it must really hurt. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So then Wednesday happens. Uh, I'm like, I'm definitely not running today. And it, it turned out to be a really busy work week. And so I was joking with you, gosh, I can see how people don't run every day because you can fill up a day without running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people do. And so eventually on Thursday, um, I decided, let me reach out to the doctor. So part of my work is being a uh, business consultant to help business owners uh, either set up a, an employee health and wellness program or help them set up health insurance and employee benefits. And the cool perk of this job is that uh, a company has given me VIP access to their virtual direct primary care app and services so that we can experience it. And then uh, if it's a good service to recommend it to business owners. So I had uh, signed up for this and on Thursday, I was like, gosh, I'm going to actually use this thing. <laughs> so I just <laughs> try it out. Yeah. I just took a picture of my toe, which is purple and sent it to him and said, what do you guys think about this? And within an hour they had texted me back and said, oh yeah, the, the doctor says you should go check this out and have an, an, an image done, an x-ray. And here we've, you know, called your local urgent care. They actually don't have any imaging equipment on site. And then here's two other options. And so I picked one of those two options. They had contacted them, um, sent the referral, the order, and, you know, told me what the cash price would be. And then I went there Thursday afternoon, got the images and then I got a text message saying, hey, the doctor's available at 4.15. Can you chat with him? And I was like, okay. So I get on the Zoom call with his doctor. And he said, Dustin, what did you do? <laughs> did he? Oh, no. And he's like, you broke your toe, Justin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he's a doctor that's been around the block. And he said, I've practiced medicine for 30 years. And I've worked with many runners. And I've learned you can't tell them what to do. So... I don't know how you'll run on this toe, but I'm not going to tell you not to do it because I've worked with runners, as I've mentioned. And so here's the deal. It's broken. You're not going to injure it anymore, but the pain threshold is going to be an issue and the recovery time, essentially, you know, which makes sense. Yeah. You're yeah, going to so, delay your recovery time if you keep running yeah. on it. So it's like a four to six week process here. And I guess as far as bones go, it's the best one to break. So I don't need to boot or anything like that. Um, and he'll heal. So he said, you know, here's what I'd recommend. Tape it up and with, you know, the toe next to the little toe and just see what the pain's like. So I was like, all right. So I was on Thursday. It was then Friday, the day after. And 
I'd actually talked with a mentor of mine uh, on Friday, and he gave me this really inspiring quote about when the storm comes, you know, the warrior says to the storm, I am the storm, you know, mm, like, and so you kind of have that mindset. And I thought, well, that's pretty inspiring. And he also gave <laughs> me some good advice too, which wasn't advice, but it was the best type where he said, you know, isn't it frustrating when you don't know what God's telling you? Like with this injury with your toe, Justin, you could look at it like, oh, he's telling me to, to rest, to, you know, prioritize other things. Hey, this is your latest obstacle that it's time to, you know, go through this challenge and problem. <laughs> yeah. Push through or rest. So I said, oh yeah. So I've got this like inspiring quote from him. Be the storm as the warrior. Maybe, maybe guys telling me this or that. And so I'm like, all right, let's try this. So I tape it up yesterday and start to jog on it. I leave you and the girls. And then I s- realize that I don't think I'll be able to go hundred miles on this toe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe you could go five. Maybe you could go 10. But not a hundred. Yeah. So I came back after 0.25 miles and 0.25. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then realized this isn't going to happen. So I guess I share this story to say this is, I don't know, it's a real life example of the Proverbs that says many are the plans in a man's mind, but mm-hmm. the Lord's plans prevail. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so we can do the best we can with planning. And I was talking to the girls last night. I was like, you know, girls, daddy's sad that I can't do the race. Like I trained really hard for it, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to stay sad. So I'm trying to like, you know, make this a parenting moment. (laughs) Be a good example of not pouting. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you want to honor the fact that emotions are fine, but you don't want to just like live your life based on your emotions. So trying to, you know, honor both those things. Like I want the girls to feel fine, feeling sad, but not to use that as an excuse to like be sad about everything 100% of the time. They were really sad for you. They were like, oh, yeah. daddy. But you having such a good idea or a good attitude has really helped them to um, not be as sad and, and to realize that you're okay. I think they were you know, feeling it for you. And then they saw that you were okay. And they were like, okay. And they, yeah, it is a good moment where you're like, well, let's just plan for another race. Like, let's just do it again. And you're not, it, it didn't deter you. It just delayed you. Yeah. So, uh, financially it's a bummer to lose the money. Hundred miles is actually more expensive than I would ever thought. Uh, you know, bummer. it makes sense. I didn't because, even think of that yeah, part. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're paying for people to be out there and the mm. food and stuff. And so that's unfortunate from a financial perspective. It's unfortunate from all the hours training for it mm-hmm. and like kind of being in peak physical condition for something like this. Yeah. You're ready. Um, so now it's just facing that reality and that disappointment and We've had a couple episodes talking about disappointments, whether it was the cows or plans mm. that just don't work out the way that we thought. So, like I said, I think it's important to have these real talk moments of, hey, we've got these great ambitions of providing like Jesus. And then there's the reality of some mornings, you and the girls are crying out of frustration of homeschooling. And yes. some days I'm breaking my toe and I can't <laughs> do this big thing I've been training months for, you know? <laughs> but you don't cry about it. So uh, that's a little update from the Thomas family. Anything else you want to reflect on with that, baby? No. Can't wait to see what race you sign up for next. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, four to six weeks recovery and the challenge will be to try to keep the cardio up in a different type of way. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good challenge. Well, let's transition to the state of the CL Thomas Fellowship. This won't take too long, but just wanted to give our audience an update with what we're doing. And as I joked, but it was reality this summer, we took a nice little break as a family and from projects and did some fun trips and travels. 
And then it gave me time to reflect on the work I'm doing and how can I maximize that work. So we started this podcast. It was a pandemic podcast and it kind of morphed into like, well, it is what it is. Like when you start something, you don't know what it's going to turn into. Pretty cool. This is episode 108. Wow. So that's fun. Usually podcasts don't last very long. <laughs> well, it's all on your determination and yeah. you were very determined. But it's funny that even now it's like, oh, I feel like I know what we're doing with the podcast. It's, this is part of the Seal Thomas Fellowship ministry. Mm. And I want the theme of this podcast to be about providing like Jesus, whether all the guests are Christ followers or not, it's ways for me to just see how people are providing mm. and to be inspired to you know, take that and to live out this lifestyle of blessing and protecting. With that, it was just fun to say, oh gosh, you know, like the podcast about providing, the newsletter about providing, that needs to be underneath the CL Thomas Fellowship umbrella. And so a small tweak that no one notices, but for me, it was like aha moment <laughs> of organizing my activities to hopefully make a bigger impact. So I feel more focused than ever of growing our audience who cares about Christian living, who cares about learning how to provide for others in new and fresh ways. I'm excited about the future because it seems less murky to me. It mm. seems more focused. And I think we'll be able to grow the audience to hopefully grow the message of providing like Jesus and provide some practical resources and support. So I feel more energized about it with that. Keyword there is grow. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the theme. Yeah, you like to grow. Yeah. And now you know which direction to grow in. Well, and I feel like it's been a little bit of stagnant and maybe I've been, you know, uh, it's been, I'm trying to work and do other projects, right? You have a lot going on. Uh, and train for ultra events, but this is important. And I, I kind of lost sight of that a little bit, you know, as, as thinking of like, where does the fellowship land with everything else in their life? And so, if, and I just reflected on, oh, if I really want this to be a true pillar then here's how it can be that mm -hmm. um, I think be sustainable and have a chance to grow. I got inspired from another podcast who's doing this. And so the other state of the CL Thomas fellowship to help us grow is part of the algorithms for podcasts and for recommending podcasts in your feed is the number of reviews that it has. Cause let's be honest, not a lot of us actually submit a review, especially <laughs> a written one. And so to encourage reviews, what we're going to do is an experiment. We like experiments here. And that is, I will pick one review a week. And uh, my intention is for this to be a weekly podcast. So I'll look at the reviews that have come in during the week, pick one, read it, and then uh, give that person CL Thomas Fellowship t-shirt. It's a great plan. <laughs> a cute t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. I just showed it to you before the podcast here. So those are on order. We don't have them yet, <laughs> but we're announcing this now. And uh, so, yeah, I can probably commit to either a t-shirt or a copy of my book, Become a Provider, which shares the story of the CL Thomas Fellowship. So if we have a delay in the shirts or if we run out, you know, yeah. you know vice versa. So it'll be, Back you get up. a book or a t-shirt and I'm excited about this. It'll be fun, like to see if we can grow the audience. And so this is a way to encourage people to take that next step. You can go to clthomasfellowship.org slash review, and it'll tell you how to do this as well. And then to submit it, you need to, you can either 
uh, respond to the newsletter that goes out on Wednesdays with your screenshot of the review. That would be your way of submitting it. Or you just submit it uh, by sending it to, to me, justin at sealthomasfellowship.org, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't want to wait for the newsletter. So I'm excited about this. What do you think? It's a great idea. I think that's it. Uh, we got the t-shirts. We got the the review. Oh, the other thing is... <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing is here in the fall we're launching a couple groups locally in North Carolina so I'm going to start a group I've got uh, applications open so it's going to be a small group for men targeting men who are married no kids or very early in in the process of starting their family uh, so if you're interested in applying for that that'll be at the sealthomasfellowship.org slash Hillsboro and then there's also a group in Durham that's launching and they've I think they've filled out um, their spots. And so they kind of encouraged me to say, oh, now's the time to, you know, start getting applications. Mm -hmm. um, so that's great. So their group in Durham is filled. And then I've just opened up mine in Hillsboro. Uh, maybe some of the listeners have, have gotten an email from me to say, hey, yeah, I've opened this up. Refer guys to it. So we're in recruitment mode for the fellowship. And in case you're not in Hillsboro, we've also got something new on the website that I'm excited about. And you can download our startup guide to start your own fellowship with some tips and tricks. And I call it, you can become a fellowship facilitator. <laughs> so if you want to be so official, yes. If you want to be a fellowship facilitator, it's all free. Uh, you can go to our website and download uh, the, the PDF and it guides you through the process of starting your own group and how we support you is with that guide. And then also at the end, for those that complete the nine month fellowship, we'll send you patches to give out to people in your group that have completed it. So those are some tweaks and things I wanted to share in the podcast for the state of the Seal Thomas Fellowship. Wow, we did this before the girls got up. I know, they're still sleeping. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, my lady. This is great. I appreciate you doing these things. This is your brave and kind moment of the day as we <laughs> talk with our girls about each night. What's your brave and kind moment? You've mm. uh, checked the box of that. Thank you for at least letting me get coffee beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we wrap it up? Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Submit that review. So we have something to choose from. Even if you're a long-term listener, uh, you can review whatever episode you want and, and leave a review. So go and, ahead and submit a review. And reviews on like Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, or... Spotify. Those are the two major, major ones that help with the algorithm. So... Yeah, we want to spread this message of Provide Like Jesus, grow our audience. A way of doing that is if you could help us out, leave a review, hopefully a positive one. But if not, constructive feedback is welcome. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny to like say, hey, and the, the review of the week is this two-star review oh, from dear. Mike in Idaho. Gosh. <laughs> uh, so hopefully we have some positive ones uh, to pick from and to, to read and review. So yeah, leave the review and uh, we'll send out a gift. We'll make that part of the weekly tradition here. Got some really unique perspectives coming on the podcast over the next couple of weeks I'm excited about. Sign up for the newsletter. Always provide if you haven't done that. And uh, if you want to join my group in Hillsboro, you can apply. If you want to start your own group, wherever you are, you can download the forums online. So with that, thank you. Thanks, babe. Thank you for listening to this episode. Because we want to provide for even more people, please leave a review. It really helps. And if you want additional resources on providing like Jesus, 
you can access all of our content, courses, and weekly newsletter for free by creating an account on our website, www.clthomasfellowship.org. That's clthomasfellowship.org. So until next time, keep blessing and protecting others. Thank you.